Another week and another chance to undies your favorite pair. And welcome to my first kicks. This week, I welcome Brian Diaz from the Goody Two Shoes shows. Now, the show is comprised of three hosts, and hopefully, everyone will get an episode. So, shout out to Aaron and Carlos. And let's not forget the shoe monster. But ch- and check out his YouTube page as well. But this week, I connect with Brian on what it was like getting into the sneaker game. But I wanted to touch on to something a little bit more serious this week in the intro. I have to say, because of the tragic shootings in Atlanta and the most recent springs of hate crimes against Asian Americans in my home, my hometown of New York, I just felt that I wanted to use this platform to address the address the pandemic that continues to affect us every day. And that is racism. So I just want to say that we need to have conversations, even though they may get tiring. And if we don't have conversations, it can lead to misinformation spreading, which also leads to hate. And once hate spreads, it just gets really hard to stop it. So I just wanted to use this platform for anyone who's listening now or maybe in the future. Just take the time to spread more love and create an understanding for people of all races. So that we can progress as humans and move towards a more together future. And I did wanted to shout out and call out that this week I do think is a fun episode and that I also touch on the impact of Asians Americans when I was getting into the sneaker game with my chat with Brian. So on to where you can find Brian. Check out Brian on all his socials at at BBDXDS. Yep, it's hard to say but it'll be easy to find. Check out his show, Goody Two Shoes on YouTube and Goody Two Shoes LV on Instagram. And you'll get some dope clips on there. Uh, This week was the finale, the final season. Uh, No, not the final season, the final episode of the season. And they had Abdul. And hopefully I can get Abdul on this podcast. If you're listening to this and I did have Abdul in this podcast, shout out to me, hopefully, or whoever hooked it up. But yeah, he threw out Air Force Ones I've never seen in my life. And we talked we talked about it in Aaron's episode because, yeah, I I got to interview Aaron as well, who's also one of the hosts on the show. And it was just what a great episode. What a great episode to end a season on. So shout out to them and make sure you watch all their all their stuff, man. It's dope. They do a Jeopardy game at the end and it's some hard questions, even stuff I don't know. And I mean, I don't think I'm supposed to be the the resident sneaker, you know, anthologist or historian, but I was getting everything wrong anyway. So hopefully, maybe if I get on there, maybe they'll lob some questions to me, but I don't think that's going to happen. But you know where to find me. You know where to find your boy. I am at who is Haas on all social media. And don't forget to check out the TikTok at my first kicks Uh, this week. I don't know what shoe I'm going to do this week. I still haven't done it, but. Hopefully it's hopefully when I put this out, I'll work on that. Maybe it'll, it'll drop on Saturday, uh, but I'm not pro- I'm not promising anything and hit up the link tree uh, link dot link tree link tr dot ee slash my first kicks for everything else. And don't forget to send your my first kick stories to at my first kicks pod at gmail.com 
I would love to read them on the podcast. Hopefully, I can read them with a guest and we can have, you know, some sort of powwow on the story and see if we can relate to it. So hit us up. So now on to my episode with Brian Diaz. Hey, Brian, welcome to the podcast. What's up, man? Thanks. <laughs> uh, I had to have you on because I am a fan of your show, Goody Two Shoes, man. Bro, that's 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 amazing. <laughs> Recently, uh, I wasn't able to watch like the most recent episode. I've, I've been swamped with work, but it's definitely on my list. But definitely the, the episode I caught was the big homie episode. Um, and that oh. episode left me stunned, man. Yo, that guy had some heat, bro. <laughs> wow, that means a lot to me, bro, that you actually watch. And I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me that people watch. What? Content. Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, like I do it for passion and whatnot. And I don't expect people to watch. But when people say like, oh, we're fans, I just think that's amazing. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Hey, it's, we both, I mean, we're in, I don't, I don't know if we want to say if we're in the same space, but I think that like, you know, I'm, I'm an audio format. I don't really have video. Your your show is definitely like it's it's like the PTI of sneakers, man. Oh, man stop <laughs> <laughs> what? It's true. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're in the same space. You know, we create content for for a target audience. So. Yeah. Yeah, I won't deny that. And uh, everybody who's listening will probably not deny that either. <laughs> but for people who aren't uh, familiar with your stuff, how about you introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, so my name is Brian, Brian Diaz, um, at BBDXDS on Instagram. Um, a couple of buddies and I, we do a live show on Facebook and YouTube um, about sneakers and the sneaker community where we have a guest on each week. We go through their collections. We talk about a couple of different topics and then we play a trivia game with them. Uh, we do that every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. East or sorry, Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, um, that's the that's the big one right there. You got to get that time right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So do the show um, on the side. Uh, I'm a big fan of art. I do art. Um, I create do graphic design and I love clothing and shoes. So I design clothing working on a shoe design now just trying to stay creative man because um creating saves lives man it really does so it sure does yeah i mean the result of this podcast is because my current job is zero creative i've had actually i've had maybe most of my jobs are just not creative and even it's like even even when it was like i would like edit videos and stuff like that or do stuff like that for like mtv where i worked at viacom like i didn't get to be creative it was just like you you have to do it like this and that's it like yeah so i feel you man interesting interesting yeah no i think i think every person has that desire in themselves to create it's just a struggle for some people to find their lane but yo once you know your lane just do it to the to the best of your ability. That's it. Yeah. Always go for your dreams. You never know what's going to happen, man. True. <laughs> but let's jump into the question of the podcast. What's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? Cool. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you clarified that because when I was coming on, I was like, man, I don't know if it's going to be like the first sneaker I ever got, <laughs> the first sneaker that I bought with my own money. Uh -huh. But the first sneaker I ever had, like I felt like I ever needed to have. Um, and if you know me, I'm into some really weird stuff and it probably stems from this, but was the Nike ACG Terra Certig, the taxi yellow colorway. What? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first I've never wanted anybody on an episode. <laughs> yeah, actually, bro. Yo, so so what's great? This is how it happened, right? Uh-huh. Back in the MySpace days, you know, I was already into sneakers. I was collecting sneakers. And I don't know if you used to do this, but you know, on MySpace, when you would be friends with these sneaker pages, you would kind of like see who commented on stuff. And if you saw they had a pair of kicks in their picture, you would click it and then you would go down this long train of different profiles. 
until you found somebody like crazy heat. Well, anyways, I was doing that. Mm -hmm. And I saw this guy in a picture. I don't know who this guy is. I was basically stalking. Like, it's kind of weird, but that's what you would do back in the MySpace days. So don't Mm -hmm. judge me. But uh, I saw these shoes in his picture. And I was like, yo, what are those? Like he had them on foot. It was back in like that era where people were wearing like 90s Nike sneakers with like skinny jeans, like colored skinny jeans. I don't know. Yeah, if everybody was jerking. And, and the get light. Yeah. No, it was the get light days. It oh, was like, it was the get light days. <laughs> so, yo, I see these, I see these shoes and I'm like, yo, what are those? And so I'm like scrolling through the comments and someone's like, yo, nice Sirtigs, bro. All he said was Sirtig. So I'm like, uh-huh. immediately Google Nike Sirtig. Cause I could see the little swoosh off to the corner. I was like, Nike Sirtig. And I was like scrolling and finally I found them. And yeah, that was the shoe, bro. Like it took me like almost 10 years to finally get a pair. Cause if anyone knows that shoe is really, really hard to find. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's probably due to not many people wanting them in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wish I no, knock, no knock, no knock, no knock. <laughs> <laughs> no knock because it's like is I think what's because like I I feel like what creates such a a deep like hunting passion for sneakers is like when that one shoe hits for you and you can't find it, then it feels like every pair in between the maybe until you get to that point is just nothing but consolation pairs. There's no real you're not hitting the height with the pairs you're getting in between that. Nope. Nope. Not at all. And like, even when I was hunting for that, for that territory, like I found a bunch of pairs, none of them were ever my size. Mm. And I always contemplated like just getting the ones that weren't my size just to say I had them. And that's, that's actually what I ended up doing. So I wear like an 11, 11 and a half. I'll dive into the size 12 as well, but uh, I bought a 10 and a half and it was really, really tight, but I just, Bro, check mark. I got it. You know, <laughs> you put it in your signature on Nike Talk. Exactly. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. How old were you during that time, though? Like, were you when finally? I, I guess, like, I guess, like, when you first saw the shoes, obviously, I don't, I don't. Well, to be honest, I don't know how old you are. So, you know, like, you're probably 14, 15, maybe on MySpace. I was younger. I was probably like. Uh, Maybe 11. 11? 11 to when you finally got it. What time? Well, how old were you? I was 20. I was 20. 19. I was 19, 19 going on 20. So like eight years of searching. Eight, nine years. Yep. And then you and then you're like, you know what? Eight years is enough for me. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get whatever size I could get right now. Yeah, because like I had that problem for eight to nine years where mm-hmm. it was just like size nine, size seven, you know, and then. A guy who I knew that had a crazy Nike, old Nike, he, he had a pair and I knew he had this size 10 and a half pair. One day randomly hits me up on Facebook. So this is when the switch over, no more MySpace. <laughs> he hits me up on Facebook and he's like, yo, I'm going to get rid of this pair. I want to give you first dibs. And uh, I was like, done. I was like, what do you want for him? And it was, it was only like 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, like ship them. And bro, like waiting for that package to come in the mail. Oh my gosh, bro. I was waiting outside for the postman. I'm not even going to lie. Like I was literally outside waiting for him. I beat him to Just like at the box, uh, like uh, when he's coming out with the boxes. Yo, you got anything for me? You got anything for me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I remember I used to do like that too. Yeah. <laughs> when you get you try to make the good reports, so they be like, "Yo, come on! You don't have to go. To, you don't have to go to every house. You just come to me first. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, you don't gotta go up the block. Just I'm right here. Yeah, right here, right here. Yo, I know I'm supposed to get these today. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, where, like, where'd you grow up mostly? Yeah. So I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. I grew up in East New York in Cypress Hills area. What was uh what was the I guess the like the hot shoot then during growing up in that time? The Air Force One. Yeah, you're yeah. Brooklyn, East New York. Jordan. Yeah, Jordans and Air Force Ones. Like that was really the yeah. the Air Force One craze. Ah, I wouldn't even call it a craze. It just felt like the the 
the everyday shoe. I don't think it was a craze. I think it's like the everyday shoe. Like it became like a like a yo. If I have a uniform, I can rock white Air Force Ones. If I got you know like I I can switch these off or like it uh, it doesn't matter what color like my jeans are or my shirt is. I can wear some black Air Force Ones. Like exactly, you could wear anything with the white Air Force. (laughs) And at that time, yeah, it was crazy. What um in high school was like was it was it were you the one were you the ones that stand out uh with your kicks during that time at all? Yeah, so so it's crazy. So I moved to to Vegas for my freshman year. So I grew up in Brooklyn and mm-hmm. then in uh, 2008 moved to Las Vegas and yeah, started my freshman year here and yeah, uh, my cousin and I who I do the show with we definitely stood out because we brought that love for kicks back from New York to Las Vegas. And, uh, yo, so let me just tell you a crazy story. This is how much I needed to be fly. Uh-huh. Yo, this is crazy. Cause I don't know if I've ever told anybody this unless they were really close to me. So my first day of freshman year, yo, I can't believe I'm safe. <laughs> this is, this is a, my first kicks exclusive right here. Yo. <laughs> So, you know how, like, the day before the first day of school, you're mad nervous, you got your fit picked out. Mm -hmm. So, I lived with my cousin, Aaron, and we were, like, picking our fits. And I had my fit picked out, but I was, like, I think I had a Super Crew t-shirt, if you remember from Super Crew, that show. (laughs) Uh, That was, like, Greed or something. Uh, Some, like, Black Levi. I can't remember, but I couldn't get the shoes, like, man, I have nothing to match. And my cousin had a pair of size eight and a half glow in the dark dunks. Right? Mm-hmm. I wear a size 11, 11 and a half. Oh, wait, you're 11 then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been size 11 since the fifth grade. But oh, my anyway. God. This is epic. So right now. I'm like, yo, let me wear these. And I like try to put them on and they're not going here. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to pop the insole out. Mm-hmm. Still didn't work. So I was like, all right, let me put on the church socks. Like the thin socks, yeah, right? Super thin socks. So thin socks, no insole. I wore a pair of size eight and a half glow in the dark dunks to my first day of freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I wanted to look fly and I wanted to show anyone everyone that they wasn't messing with me when they came to <laughs> Yo, and let me tell you, bro, I walked home barefoot. Yeah, I, I was gonna say you feel I'm, I'm not even joking. I literally took my shoes off and walked on barefoot because my feet were numb. Like I could not feel my feet. How how like, so I mean, how long did you you made it through the whole day in the whole school day, bro? The whole school day. It got so bad, like the last few periods, that like I couldn't even walk to my seat. Like I was struggling to get to my seat. And when I finally sat down, bro, it was like the most relieving feeling because I didn't have to be on my feet. Oh my God. But I'm telling you, like, literally, when that last bell rang, I literally walked out to the street because I walked to and from school. We live pretty close. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got across the street where no one could see me, I took off the shoes and walked home barefoot. Yo. <laughs> Not even lying, bro. Listen, I'm there. I'm there now. I like, I feel you, bro. I feel you. <laughs> my my grills, and I don't know if you've ever heard me tell this, but my grills are the Tweet SBs, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah and fine. so. I was only able to find a pair in a size 12 and I'm a size 13. So what I do when I, this is, and anybody who's listening to me knows that if they, if they, if they're, if they meet up with me on my birthday, what am I wearing? I'm wearing Tweet SBs. Those are my birthday shoes. But the real reason why is because the insoles out, my feet are killing me. And I know I don't really have to be out on my feet all day. Like people are going to grab me stuff. Like, it's my birthday. Like, I'm going to look fly. Like, I know the feeling, dude. I know the feeling. That's the cheat code, Yo, cheat code. And, and then the thing is, SBs without the insole are extremely uncomfortable. You feel not, everything. Not uncomfortable. Yeah, they don't put any type of anything under that. Because you got the zoom insole. What else yeah. do you need under What are you going to need? But it feels like your feet is inside the the gripping or the, like, with the, the shell of the, the sole. Like, it just feels like you're just touching right there. Yo. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, bro, because, <laughs> yo, I used to do it. I mean, I did the no insoles for so long in high school because it was so easy to find size 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, for me, high school, like, 2008, 2009, SBs were popping, bro. 
popping. So even in uh, in Vegas. Oh, in Vegas it was huge, bro. Like in Vegas, SBs were probably. I would say besides the phone posit craze in like 2012, mm-hmm. the SB craze here was cr- like insane, insane, bro. But it was amazing. Like it was. I was SB. gonna say, yeah, that sounds really dope to be in. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. The Asians had it on lock, bro. Like, listen, I don't know them. how they had it on lock, but and I that and I asked people worldwide, bro. That was world <laughs> this is definitely worldwide bro. because I remember making friends with a couple Asians on. Uh, I don't know. This is gonna sound weird. I don't know why I said it that way. I made a, I made a couple friends on Nike SB, and then we finally meet up, and I'm just like, they're all Asian kids, and then, and then and I'm just like. How did like how do you even get into this? Like to me, it was like they don't, and it was Asian kids that don't even skate. Like it, like how did you even find about like? And then and then they entrenched themselves big time because I remember I remember just like the first couple hype beasts that I've ever met, and this was like at a like a, a, a sneaker pin or something like that. I was just like they literally have everything, like they have box logo, everything, and, and like wearing dinosaur juniors at the time. Like you, they were like looking loud as hell with the with the bape keychain with the, the uh, you right. know, yeah. It just, I don't know, I don't know, and I'm still trying to find the answers. Maybe, hopefully, I ha- I can get, like, a uh, person who is Asian and, and exp- like, <laughs> explain it to me. How did it, how did the the the, the culture entrench me? Because my previous guest, uh, Luke Trevisi, um, who is from the Sup, Sup FM podcast, he talks about, like, when he grew up, SBs were big too. Like, and he's an he was an Asian he's an Asian kid that grew up in an Asian community. Like, he was like around uh, East Elmhurst and like in Queens and like like big predominantly Asian yeah. like I, Asian schools. And he was just like, yeah, I was into SBs when I was a kid. I didn't know what I had, but I had I just everybody was just into SBs at that time, and I never understood it. I never understood. It. I still don't understand it to this day. Yo, I don't. But yo, they got it. They yo. got it. But it would, yo, you know, what would be the illest flex though. I feel like living in New, living in Las Vegas and copying the UNLV SBs at that time seems like the craziest flex. Yeah, I mean, yo, everybody had them. Yeah, like, and and even when like the off white came out with the UNLV low, mm-hmm. and then now recently, just today, right? Yeah, today. Another pair. Yeah, everyone goes crazy for them. Uh, we we definitely love them here. And, uh, well, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad because New York gets a lot of like Las Vegas doesn't get a lot of shoes, but UNLV de- like as a school gets gets the shoes, and I and I feel like it's good that that the the state or the state the city um you know bigs them up as well too. Yeah, I mean that's all we really get I, like that, and whenever Feature does a collab, like mm-hmm. his Feature from here in Vegas. But aside from that, we don't we don't really got much. So it's hey. pretty cool. Yeah, that's dope though. Um, high school, <clears throat> high school probably was like I don't know. Did you like have to like? Did you pick up like jobs when you were young just to cop kicks, or did you? Were you were you fortunate yeah, to be like, yo, mom, hook it up, and mom be like, I got yeah, you. Yeah, definitely not, bro. Definitely not. I mean, definitely was blessed, you know, mm-hmm. with food over my head and food on the table. But you know, to ask for for a lot of shoes was definitely was definitely a stretch. Um, <laughs> but what we did a lot, we did the trade game a lot, you know, like, Oh yeah. We were on Craigslist a lot. Like back then Craigslist was popping and, uh, yeah, we would just trade shoes like every week. So it looked like we had a different pair of shoes every day. That's <laughs> so, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and any little money we got, we just saved it and we'd wait till we find a steal. We would go to Buffalo exchange a lot. Mm-hmm. When I say we, I mean me and my cousin, cause we always like when it came to kicks, we were always together about that. And, and still to this day, we do the show together. But um, yeah, we went to Buffalo Exchange a lot with the, any little bit of money we had and we found some heat. But for the most part, it was trading, bro. Like we were huge, huge, huge on trading. You never got, we, got on trading? Um, you know, I probably did like end up <laughs> trading some stuff that wasn't a fair trade. Uh, but, you know, I mean. It is what it is. <laughs> At the end of the day, like you just want to look like you have a lot of shoes for some reason when you're in high school, you know, you want to flex, you want people to think you got the best kicks. And yeah, somehow Aaron and I never won best kicks. It was a, uh, it was usually the Asians. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I mean, shout out to Aaron. We're definitely going to have him on an episode too. Um, yeah, but the, uh, I mean, it's uh, listen. That's sad that you have you never won best kicks though. 
yo, we were just trading things away, trying, bro, just trying. To, we're like, yo, you, know? you seen this kid's rotation? But yo, did you see this kid's rotation? Like, <laughs> yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't mess with the kids that had uncles and Dino Juniors, you know, all the hype SBs back then. You know? Like, yeah, I got every Air Max, but <laughs> they wasn't. They were, they, they were messing with those. What? So, I mean, were you? Did you get into the SB's craze or were you just like, I'm going to be opposite and then I'm going to just only cop like, you know, models. I personally, got, I personally got heavy into the SB game, like yeah. very heavy. Um, I would say that completely changed the way I collect, like was getting into SB's. I think it did for a lot of people. Uh, but I, like I said, I got into it a little later in 08. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did it change your, the way you, you collected? Because I wanted all of them. Mm-hmm. And like, I wanted if like, for example, I remember Goofy Boys coming out around that time. Mm-hmm. I was like, OK, I've got the Goofy Boy. I had the highs like, all right, I want the mids and the lows as well. Right. And, and, and then I was like, oh, wait, like there was more that came out in the past. Like, yo, let me go back and get these Dino Juniors. Let me get more at Mindy's. Let me go back and get, you know, like try to find chocolates, mm-hmm. try to, find, you know, like try chocolates. to find those. Chocolates. Yeah, I, I, never, I never touched that shoe. I knew someone. I knew someone who had it and would never sell it. But you know, it was like those, like Heinekens, Luckies, mm-hmm. like those, like yeah, like I just wanted all of them. You know, like it, it definitely felt like a like a Pokemon catch them all. Dude, that's exactly what yeah. it felt. Like. It was like yo, like the same way we wanted every Pokemon card, or, or we wanted, we wanted to build like the strongest Yu Gi Oh deck. Like, yo, mm-hmm. we wanted every Nike SB because all of them had a story or a theme and they were all super colorful and broke necks. That is facts. I, now you've got me. I'm going to hit you with a hard question. I'm going to hit you with the hardest question you may have to answer in your entire life. Right. What are the SBs that create Exodia? Wow. <laughs> Five SBs that create Exodia. Yo, this is wild. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, man, I'm just going to answer off the rip here. I haven't put much thought into this just for those of you listening. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Supreme Low. Mm-hmm. One, two. I'm going to say Tiffany. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I think a lot of people would expect Sissy, but if you remember Sissies were kind of like Yeah, nobody really wanted them. Like closet shoes, bro. Like yeah. people had them at the bottom of the closet. So I'm not But I mean I talked about it recently and it's just, it, we grew up in that hip hop era where you could not wear pink until Cameron came out, but Sissies were out for so long before that. Yeah, no one I don't know. Now with the brown craze, like everyone wears them. Yeah, listen, it's a wrap. You can't even top a pair. Crazy. All right. So what I say? Supreme Tiff. Yeah. Supreme Low. You said Supreme Low Tiffs. Tiffs. Tiff Low. You can put Supreme High up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Heineken. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. And for everybody listening, please look these up. Please look up the Goofy Board Pack. Um, you know, um, just so you guys are familiar with, because uh, a lot of people, some people don't li- who d- who listen aren't familiar with kicks. So um, this is we get them into it, and this is the Exodia, which is a five card piece that if you pull it out in Yu Gi Oh, the game is over. It's like the nuke in Call of Duty. You can't beat the card. It has ninety nine 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 attack and nine 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 HP, which is hilarious. Yeah, bro. You got two uh, left, man. Oh, I have two? Yeah. All right. I'm definitely, I, you definitely have to go with the NYC Pigeon. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a cheat code in itself. That's like it a is. Gonk, That is the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the head. That's the head of Exodia right there. There you go. Um, <sighs> right? I think that, let's see. So let's go over it one more time. You said Supreme, Supreme Low. Supreme you said high. Tiffs. Supreme yeah. High. Uh, Pigeons. Pigeons. Last one. And yeah, last one. One more piece. 
I'm just going to put this one in there because it's probably like my favorite. It might not make sense to anyone, but I love the Piet Mondrian and I think that shoe is very underrated. Yo, I love the Piet Mondrian too, man. I'm going to put the Piet Mondrian as one of the legs of Exodia that don't really matter. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, really matters. Listen, that's I, I don't think it, when it first came out, it was not a slept on shoe. I remember trying to get it. I remember going to every, almost every single sneaker store in New York to try to get that damn shoe. And it was impossible to get at that point. So, like, I agree. Yeah, when I finally got it, I ended up selling the pair I had because if if anyone has ever owned a pair, you know that that yellow and that red bleed into the canvas. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what happened in my pair. So I ended up getting rid of it. Um, but when I got a pair, bro, it was like, it was like, yo, finally, like, and I got it for a steal too. I got it for like three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And so. I mean, it's interesting because it's a gold box, and I think a lot of people do not mess with the gold boxes. Yo, there's some fire gold boxes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got a couple. I got I got my Ferris Bueller's, man. Ferris Bueller's, Unfuturas. Those, I love those twos. Yeah. yeah. What else? All the Goofy Boy stuff. All the Goofy Boy stuff. Money Cat. Uh, uh, money. No, no money, money Cat's with Black. Black. black um, okay. Whatchamacallit? The... Um, face tigers, face tigers. After slept on, slept on one. Mm. Even though we can go through all this, the yeah. gold boxes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it wouldn't be good for it. Wouldn't be good for the show. The so like coming coming out of high school though, you have this whole new sense of like, all right, this is what I'm uh, I'm into, right? And uh, how does your how does your sneakers how does your sneaker journey evolve after high school? To be honest, it's kind of always been the same, bro. Like even in high school, even when I was in the SB craze, mm-hmm. I was still getting Air Maxes. Like I was still trying to get Jordans. Um, you know, I was still trying to get all the stuff I love, like ACG models and even non-Nike stuff, like Reebok Shack stuff. And um, I was wearing foams. So you were never um, as either at, at Nike SB or nothing. No, never. I was always. I just love sneakers. Because so, I was, it's Nike as me or Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of people there, and I wanted to be that way, bro. But like, and like, that's not what got me into shoes. So I couldn't just leave. Past, you know. I mean, you you got an ACG as your grail over there. So you, as your bro, your starter your starter shoe. Exactly, that was the shoe that broke. I mean, who? Not too many people could say that, bro. I don't think many people will. Hope we'll see. I'm a, I'm a circle back after I've done I've done like a hundred some episodes, and once I finally, I'm gonna be like, yo, I got another person for ACGs, and it's gonna probably be a cop. It's gonna be like, <laughs> it's gonna be a cop. Like my first pair, my first pair were ACG boots. I love them. <laughs> oh my god yo those had a good run though i know they're not accepted now but those had a good run <laughs> those how, i mean i agree i don't know if i could call it a good run though i just think everybody wore them because they were they had that the air on the back and a lot of people were running away from cops and people wore them because of jim jones because of dipset that too everybody wanted to be like this set back then. Okay, but they also wore Tim's too, though. When they had the, the oh, yeah, that's a, Tim's. Well, that's a New York thing, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like that, yo, that ACG craze. It AC ACG boots has for some reason it just it didn't stick with me because obviously I'm not a boot guy in the first place, and to me they just look they just look like melted uh, Air Force One highs. Like somebody was just like, you know, yeah, let's throw this into the. <laughs> Let's throw this into the microwave and let's see what we got. That's crazy. <laughs> so uh, I do. So I, I was very curious about the the L.A. Uh, the L.A. The Las Vegas um, sneaker, like because I know sneaker sneaker community out there. Because I know you uh, out in Las Vegas, you guys had a lot of like conventions before the conventions were popping over here. You guys would have conventions because you mean you guys. Like Las Vegas is convention set convention center city. Yeah, 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 definitely. definitely. So, like, what was it like? Like being being like a. I mean, you've been in the game for a little bit before the first one popped up. So, what was it like going to your first convention out there? It was insane. Yeah. So the first one I ever went to was Dunk Exchange. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but it was at the Hard Rock. Um. So that in itself was like crazy. You know, you get to 
go to a, a sneaker convention at the hard rock, um, on the strip too. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Cause like everything you've ever wanted to touch or see as a kid, when it came to sneakers was right in front of you. Right. And there was celebrities there, like Chum Lee from Pawn Stars came in wearing Iron Maidens. Chum Lee is like, a huge sneakerhead, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And, and and he's from here, you know. He, you know, it was just crazy seeing him and then seeing him with Iron Maidens on his feet. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the big experiences. But yeah, like, um, I man, they need to come back. <laughs> and it's crazy. I, I posted something on my Instagram story. It was like a. It was a history, like a memory from nine years ago. Um, my dunk exchange pickup pickups. It was a pair of those red metallic foams that everyone went crazy for. Mm-hmm. And it was a pair of low obsidian twelves. And uh which just shows you like the variety I like to have. But right. Uh, I reposted that and I tagged Dunk Exchange and they were like, Oh, you've been around for a while. And I was like, yo, you gotta come back. <laughs> like once this is all over, you gotta come back, bro. This is what we're missing. Like you know, people haven't experienced this, but it really is like you make friends, you see shoes you thought you'd never see or touch in your life. Mm-hmm. You just experience what this what what is sneaker community, you know? Yeah, I mean, but I also because this is part of the reason why I started this podcast. Like, I feel like sneaker communities are dying out. Like, you know, you hear me preach all the time about reselling and and how I think it's killing the game and all this and that, but. Like we are, what's the the base behind behind sneakers is stories. Like we miss stories. Like I'm sure you're probably gonna touch on maybe like a moment you waited out in the rain for a pair, <clears throat> or like just even talking to people on the street about a pair. Like we we don't get these interactions anymore, and that's not even with the pandemic. That is a normal thing now, where just like nobody's gonna stop you and be like, "Yo, those are nice." Like where where are those from? Like it's either like oh, I got to get those or how much did you pay? And it's always about the worth, like what, but like to me, the worth is in the story. The worth is when like, I, I'll tell you, like I got a pair of purple pigeons off of, off of a guy because I haggled him down to 120 from after he bought it off of flight club for like 180 bucks. And he was just like, listen, these, I only put them on in the movie theater. I didn't even really move around in them a in bit, uh, uh, much a bit. But like, please let me. I just need the money right now, and I just be like, listen, man, you put them on. I don't know. I don't know what you did with them. Just can you give me like one? one I'll give you one twenty for them, man. He's like, all right, fine. Like, no, <laughs> no for real though. Like, the question back like now is how much did you pay for those back then? It was like, how did you get those exactly? Like, exactly. The story. Where did you find those? You know, like how, what did you have to do to get those? And now it's just like, you just answer, oh, I paid this amount from StockX, Go, Grail, eBay, Poshmark, you know, so yeah, many exactly. So many avenues to get them. I remember just like walking in a flight club and just being like, one day, man, I'm going to get these tweet SBs. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I don't, uh, oh, actually I want to ask you about a oh, sneaker museum. Were you able to, to, to visit sneaker museum when it was open out there? I never went I, and I, I kind of always wanted to go, but I just never kind of made the priority because when you live in Vegas, you never really want to go to the strip. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like one of those things when you live in New York, you never want to go downtown. You, know? you never want to go downtown or, or Times Square. Never want to go. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it was just one of those things where I never, uh, you know, never got to make it. But but uh, that dude's a good dude, man. Yeah. And, uh, he definitely he put a lot of knowledge out there for a lot of people, and what he was able to accomplish was ridiculous, bro. Yeah. That collection is insane. And then he he continues to put like he, he puts them up on eBay. I remember when he was putting like half his collection up on eBay or like he was doing like like quarterly releases and stuff like that of just like his collection because he lost the lease on the place. Right. Or something like that. Yo, I don't even know what happened. Like, I don't I don't think and I don't want to disrespect him in any way, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it was that much of a hit. Like, I don't think people were coming from out of town to go see the shoot music. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the, I don't think that's disrespect, but I think that's that's an actuality of just like, like sneakers are definitely a niche thing. 
And and it, but the thing is, when you get when it gets a, its hooks on you, it's a wrap. You you in it. You in it for the rest of your life, basically, until you come out or you know you have a kid or something like that. That's a fact, bro. The sneaker community kind of took a dip here in Vegas. Like it used to be very, you know, very unified. Lots of meetups. You know, random barbecues as a community, mm-hmm. and all that stuff stopped. Like. I want to say maybe like six years ago or something. You know? Really? Six years ago? Yeah. It's like once the reselling thing started taking over, uh, a lot of like, well, you know, we just said it, like a lot of the community was lost. The mm-hmm. sense of community was lost. And so that probably also played a role with people not going to support the shoes, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was definitely sad about it, but we also, I feel like we, we don't have a, a real, um, what's the word? I, we don't have like a real repository for all, for all sneakers. Like, there is no like legit Wikipedia for everything, like a shoepedia or something like that. And mm-hmm. and shoeseum was that. Like, you can you can go there and you can see. Like, I I wasn't able to go because I and I always wanted to go, but by the time I went to Vegas, it was it was gone. But it was one of these places where it had every single version of every single shoe. And you look, you can see the actual shoe in front of you. You yep. know, you probably could have seen your ACGs before you. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And his YouTube videos were amazing. Yeah, exactly. It was free access to the museum, really just mm-hmm. category by category. And so, like, I mean, it's one of the things it's definitely like a, I, I, I definitely got FOMO. Yeah, it's that. And uh, I don't know if you remember, Soul Collector had like a cafe. It was called like the Soul Box. Oh, man. In L.A. In LA. No, I didn't even. Um, Yo, Soul Collector. I don't know if you remember Soul Collector. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Soul Collector had, had, they like opened up a place and it was called like Soul Collector Soul Box. And it was literally the purpose of you would just chill. It was like a lounge area and you would just go and do trades and meetups there. And you would just like chill and be like, like that's like we need that. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Like, oh man, that would be so much fun. Bro. Like, that's that's what you love about shoes. Bro. I don't know, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, not to make you like reminiscent up in here, but um. What is it like having an actual family member to help you out and and just like ch- to cop stuff and and like to like share an entrance with? Because I I don't honestly have that, and I wish I did, especially in Brazil, so I can have copped the custom series one, two, and three SBs. But I will never be able to get those. <laughs> I will never be able to get those. But uh, I remember, yo, I remember a text like um, um emailing or calling my cousins in Brazil and just being like. Listen, I'm trying to look for these sneakers. Can you go to the city? And because like all my family members, they all live in like the mountains and stuff. I'm like, yo, I was just like, can you please go to the city? I'm looking for this sneaker. Like, <laughs> and they were like, no, man, I got work to do. <laughs> yeah, Brazil had some hitters. But uh, to answer your question, yeah. So growing up, it was, it was amazing, bro. Like, like Aaron and I would literally sit next to each other on computers, scrolling up and down nice kicks, talking about releases. We would go to meetups together. You know, we, when it came to sneakers, we did everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so honestly, it was amazing. You know, we, we kind of had our, we each had our separate lanes. Like Aaron was always into Jordan and Nike basketball solely. Like he didn't really dive into SBs. He liked dunks, like regular dunks. Um, and he liked SB blazers. And then I was just like all over the place. I was like, if it's hot, I'm copying, you know, like one of those things. Um, but now it's even cooler because my little sister, she's turning 19 soon. Happy early birthday if you're listening, Brie. Um, I hope so. But she, yeah, I'll definitely have her listen. But <laughs> she is getting heavy into sneakers now, like super heavy into them. And I've always tried to like influence her not by like forcing her but like you know buying her stuff every now and then or like yo look at this release or like having her help me with something on sneakers you know and like just to see her interest in it now growing is like yo like 
bro, it's like the coolest thing to me. And like when she comes and asks me, like, yo, tell me the story about this. Or she'll like show me like a really obscure shoe and be like, yo, I actually really like this. Like, so she's learning the right way. Like she's not into hype, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, it's dope, bro. Like, uh, that's like a dream come true as a big brother, like for your sibling, your younger siblings to like fall in love with sneakers. So yeah, I mean, I feel yeah i mean i feel you i don't got i don't have any siblings so i have to basically everybody that comes here becomes one of my siblings so (laughs) let's do it let's do it um but it's just it's like you're gonna be what's gonna be interesting is that you're you're gonna be able to see how i guess the sneaker community develops at that age like like i remember see like back in the I hate saying back in the day, but before um, it, it was definitely more of a like you you have a gang of people to do it with. Right. And it seems more like like you had a team at that point. You had a team. We had oh, a team. They were legit sneaker crews, like crews built around people who love sneakers and they it was like sneaker gangs. Yeah. <laughs> like it was crazy. Like we yeah. would never see that today. And that's what I'm saying. Now it's become such a like, I guess I want to say it's like a solo sport now. And I don't know if you can fully get the grasp of like going to a dunk exchange now. And and then you're not only there to maybe get off a pair of sneakers that you didn't like or trade them for a pair that you have been looking for freaking forever. But now it's basically like I can just go on StockX and or like all these other sites we've all mentioned and get that pair and not have to worry about waiting in a line at a complex con to get a pair, you know, like something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. But what's cool about like what we do is we kind of bring in a, in a community like you with your podcast, me with the show. Um, we kind of bring a sense of community back, you know, like when people come back and I'm sure you get this too, after they listen, then they want to talk about certain topics from what they heard or what they saw. Mm-hmm. And then it like brings in this topic of kicks. Then all of a sudden you're friends and now you're helping each other get stuff off sneakers. Like, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. this is definitely the future wave, you know, trying to stay away from the dudes who post on YouTube, like spent a hundred thousand on this sneaker mystery box, but bring more, <laughs> bring more of a sense of community, bring actual, you know, knowledge. So we can bring that community back, bro. Cause yo, like we keep talking about it for a reason. It's honestly missing. Um, but like I said, it's cool what we do, man. Cause we, we're playing a part. We're definitely. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, if you want to see the change, be the change is always what I always think. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, speaking of these YouTube dudes, uh, <laughs> what is up what is up with that man i don't understand that why spend a thousand dollars on a on a on a on a box on uh from ebay that just says mystery box and why all right so i guess here's the touchiest part of this because you know it could be a chance that these dudes hit us up and they want to jump on our show and i'm not going to be like no i want to hear their story but what but why set it up so that you you definitely know you, what you're getting and what, like, it, like they're, you're definitely setting it up so that you can get at least one or two cool shoes. It's not like if you, if me and you, we buy or, or just anybody else that's listening to this, buy a mystery box. We're not going to get a random pair of Yeezys at the bottom of the box. Yeah. There's not a pair of red Octobers at the bottom of a mystery box off it, of eBay. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, and the way that what, what really pisses me off about those those videos is that they make it seem like, oh, like this is normal. And, and, and what's, but like, and then, and then they sell these shoes. Cause like, I've, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, but he, he has a website and he goes, oh, this shoe is going to go up on my website and you'll be able to get it after you spend a thousand dollars on a mystery box. And it's on the bottom of the, you open all the shoes, they're all whack. And then you all of a sudden you have a (laughs) $15,000 shoe at the bottom of the box. Yo, it it makes no sense, but yo, it's all for the clickbait, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All for the clickbait, yo. Yeah. Yo. uh, Shout out to them, but that's not my style. Nah, that's not our style. But, you know, if somebody wants to pay me to open a mystery box, let me know. As a fact, 
IG. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an unboxing together. You send us both mysteries boxes. <laughs> <and then we, laughs> they better be Red October's at the bottom of those mystery boxes. <laughs> <laughs> if they get them and we don't, we don't have to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, what I really, so I guess we, we should probably talk a little bit about how your show, I guess, I want to say paints sneaker collecting because it's definitely an artistic show and and I want to touch on it a little bit and make it part of this episode because what I took from your show and watching your show is something that I, I I can't I can't represent on my show so I'm glad that you do it on yours and like I always start on just like you know what's your first kicks and you know like I want to know I want to know about the story but what your show does is you guys show people's collection and what do they mean to them yeah and yeah. it's like a it's a beautiful highlight because we don't get that like you don't get that real walk-in closet feeling like just looking at instagram pictures and people being like i got these or i got these and you guys take it to the next level in terms of just being like real personable asking questions quizzing them at the end which is fun um what got you what 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 inspired you guys to actually do this um so man we definitely got to have all of us on here because you got to hear the story from each one of us but i want your story first and then i'll put yeah, them all I'll together story. <laughs> well you know quarantine had just happened um, I lost my job and I was kind of sitting at home doing nothing, soaking in my sorrows. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, yo, like with the quarantine, you got a lot of time to contemplate about what you really love and what you want to do. And I was like, yo, you know, I, th- I want to do like a, originally I wanted it to be like a podcast, mm-hmm. like just straight, you know, voice. And, um, and I think that was how I presented it to my cousin Aaron, because I called him and I was like, yo, I want to do this. And, uh, you know, will you help me? Cause he's really good with technical stuff. And he was like, and he loves shoes. So I was like, you know, I gotta ask him. And, and then we came together and we're like, yeah, we need to ask one more person. And we've known Carlos for a long time. So we reached out to him. Um, yeah. And originally it was supposed to be a podcast, but we recorded it live video live on Facebook. If you want to go watch some of those first episodes, they're horrible, but they're on our YouTube channel. Just look up goody two shoes. And, um, Yo, like, I just kind of got the like this obsession with people seeing what we were talking about. And, you know, you look at season one and season two, it's a complete difference. So season two, we decided together to make it like a real entertaining show. Uh-huh. Like we were bringing in guests already, of course, because no one just wants to hear us talk for an hour. But, um, you know, we, we started like, you know, let's have an intro. Let's let's have segments. You know, let's, um, you know, do something entertaining, something out of the ordinary, you know, let's show stuff from our collection. And that's where we kind of started making the switch from it, just being a podcast to really making it a show, making it something very entertaining visually, um, for people to watch and, and really just do something different because I mean, we all know the sneaker shows that are out there Mm -hmm. and none of them are live. So that's one thing I would say. We got the best live sneaker show. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just want to do something different, bro. Like, just want to be different and be creative and, and just show our love for sneakers and bring the sneaker community. But yo, if you have us all on here at one time, it will get crazy because <laughs> yo, we have such cool personalities. Like it works so well. I mean, it, it's cool. So. Yeah, you definitely, definitely got good. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I pitched it to you. I was just like, you know, this is definitely a, a more one-on-one conversation because, you know, I can't, I can't successfully get everybody's story if we're all on it together. We're gonna, we're gonna wreak havoc, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the plan is definitely. I'm going to get everybody on individually and we'll definitely do a whole like every one episode all together. We can, you know, I guess we can, if you want, we can do like a live stream combined thing and then I'll post it on mine. Uh, and then we can, you know, some sort of collab like that. And I mean, that it will be dope. I'll, I'll, I'll pitch the, the idea to the rest of the guys as well. But I think that like having the one-on-one and talking to you 
and learning about how you got to where you are. You, you went from Brooklyn to Las Vegas and was like, I'm going to be fly. I'm going to put yeah. on these, these glow in the dark dunks, and super half size. And I'm going to get out there. If, if, if we had everybody on there and I'm like, all right, by the time we finish, by the time we finish, it'll be the whole episode, bro. <laughs> Everybody got their one story and that's it. Um, but I think, you know, the the what you guys bring to the table is unique. And and I uh, and I hope you guys keep continue to keep doing it and expanding it as much as possible, because, you know, I'm not going to be able to create a bigger landscape than storytelling. And you guys are doing the other side of the storytelling, which is showing people's collections off and what they mean to them, too. So. Yeah, that's one thing, like, to answer that question you had before as well, with the people we bring on, we always tell them to show five shoes, or, like, at least five shoes they can show more if they want, that, like, really mean something to them. Mm-hmm. So we don't just say, like, bring out your most clickbaity, hypebeat shoes. No, yeah. We tell them to bring out the shoe that really means the most to them. And if you go back and watch some of our episodes, there'll be some really obscure things brought out, but the story behind them is what's really amazing. So... Yeah, we, we try to keep the show as organic as possible. And you know, I can't wait for you to have them on because they, they have very intelligent minds. Like I was, you know, I'm super lucky that I was guided to ask them to help, you know, with the show. And, and it's, it's our show. You know, I, I have the idea, but it's our show. It's not just my show. And those guys are, man, it would be nothing without them. Like they put in so much work, bro. So mm-hmm. they got to hey. help it's great. I'm I'm glad you have a team that works together, and and that which is always the hardest part because I you know how many how many projects I've tried to start with with people I know, but you know somebody's like ah you know I'll get to it when I can, and then it just becomes like a a lot like it just yeah, never yeah. happens. So you know re- relying on your friends, especially like relying on your like family too, and and you guys you two have been in the hunt, which is a totally different. It's a totally different experience when you combine it to actually working together on on a project, but you already have the 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 ground like the grounds to work because you guys can trust each other in terms of just be like, yo, I know if I'm looking for something, he's gonna help me out. Like, yeah, it's a yeah. So speaking of the hunt, I always end every episode with this question: What does the thrill of the hunt mean to you? Wow. Well, if anyone knows the way I collect sneakers now, it's all about the hunt. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of new stuff that I would love to have, but I never get mad when I don't get something like when I take it out, you know, I mean, I get kind of like sad, like, dang, I really wanted that shoe. But because I'm always hunting, like, you know, like my eBay watch list is gets full every single day. Like I got to go and prioritize what I want to keep in my uh-huh. because I just, man, I love finding things. I love learning about new things. Like I learn about a new shoe every day from hunting. And that's, what's like crazy. I think that's where a lot of my sneaker knowledge has come from. It's like, you know, going on all these avenues of, of buying sneakers and just hunting and, you know, digging real deep, searching very vaguely, you know, searching in different sizes, different categories. Mm-hmm. It takes time and patience. Like I tell everyone, everyone always asks me, how do you find this stuff on eBay? Well, you got to have a lot of time, a lot of patience. But, you know, like to be able to learn about something new, to be able to find something that you've seen back in the day, someone in your neighborhood wearing that you totally forgot about, but then it brings you back to that memory, memory and it's $40, cop. And that's so it's just. Like, that's a buy yeah. it now. That's a buy it now, right now. <laughs> or, or message the eBay seller, be like, what's your bin? Because, <laughs> you know, but that's what it's about, bro. I mean, I tell everyone, if, if you're not having fun collecting sneakers, it's because you're too focused on, on what, what's coming out that's new. Like, that's an absolute fact, bro. Um, thank you for jumping on. Please let everybody know where to find you. Yeah, so my Instagram is at BBDXDIAZ. Um, also at Goody Two Shoes LV. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time where we bring on guests, show off heat, and play trivia. Yeah, that show is fire. I keep saying it throughout the show, uh, through I the episode. It. The show is fire. 
I'll be in the chat when I can catch it sometimes. Sometimes I, I have to record an episode of this podcast, so I can't yeah, catch it all the time. So <laughs> just the but, fact that you would even go back means everything. So appreciate your kind words and appreciate you watching. Bro. Yo, and if you guys are listening to this, uh, what's the hashtag you guys use for uh, showing off the kicks? Yeah, so if you guys do your little what do you wear today picks, mm-hmm. post it on your story, tag us at Goody Two Shoes LV and do the hashtag heat this week. And we will repost it and show it on our show. Yeah. Time. And then uh, if you do that, also put in the tag, my first hashtag, my first kicks, because, I, well, one, I, w- I would love to see the collaboration right there. But two, I'm trying to flood that hashtag because it's all about babies right now. So please use the hashtag, my first kicks. <laughs> let's get Let's get Let's get this. Let's get yeah, this let's out there. It. And, and you know, for everybody out there who's listening, oh, don't forget to wear your kicks. Peace. Peace, guys. Thanks, Hoss.